and welcome back to Survivor Hot Takes. Uh, it is me, Coach Drew, aka Twice a Fool, which everyone understands. Uh, if not, it's JD. Uh, he uh, he had his his uh, moment in the sun at the beginning of the episode where he said he was not going to be fooled uh, twice, and uh, as we found out later. Uh, we're joined today by Ryan. Uh, Ryan, jumping right into you, biggest reality or biggest survivor hot take. My biggest survivor hot take, probably in general, is that the edit is always correct. That's something I don't think a lot of people will understand. Do so, you want to go into uh, depth about what that means? Sure. Um, I feel like oftentimes people blame the edit for portraying inaccurate stories. But I feel like at the end of the day, the edit does a very good job of telling us exactly what's going on on the island. And I guess not really manufacturing any additional story that isn't there. You know, people say that like, oh, when we see edits, un especially unbalanced edits, you know, sometimes, you know, a lot of people who are actually playing really good games don't get the stories showcased. But at least in my opinion, the edit isn't about showing the viewers why each individual person deserves to win it's about showing us event by event what's happening out on the island so just because someone may be in a great position doesn't mean that they're necessarily important to the narrative of the season okay i mean i feel like i would agree with that more than i would disagree with it i'm also pretty sure i've done an episode on it i'm not sure uh, i've done a lot of these up to this point or a fair few uh, so, going into the episode, first of all, now we're, we're a few episodes into the season. How are you enjoying it up to this point? Well, up to this point, especially after last episode, I started to, I guess, regain hope. Because, like, the first couple episodes of premiere, I was very mixed about immediately after watching. And then we had episode two with Voce gone, obviously, I was upset about that. And then episode three, you know, Broccoli Brad and the Advantage get in. I, I, I really started to get a bit discouraged after that, to be honest, because I was like, is this what survivors become now? But then after last episode, I really started to regain a lot of hope again. So I, I'm really, I guess I'm, it's, I guess I can say it's like a really big roller coaster thus far. Yeah, I, I would say this is probably my favorite episode of the season, Definitely. except for the premiere. But the premiere, you know, the premiere is probably going to be most people's favorite episode of the season until the merge mainly because it was the premiere of 41 and everything that came yeah. with that. Uh, but this has definitely been my favorite uh, uh, episode of the season up to this point. And, you know, the main narrative of, of this episode is everything dealing with JD and everything dealing with Deshaun trying to throw the challenge, which we'll get to in a little bit. So what are your thoughts on... JD at the beginning of the episode. So do you figure JD is going home at the beginning of this episode? Or do you think, okay, this is just kind of, they're trying to trick us here with, or how, how are you feeling about JD up to this point? And did you think he was going home? Well, to be honest, I feel like, I mean, in my opinion, JD was put in a pretty bad position, but I feel like instead of making things better for himself, he actively made it worse. At the beginning of the episode, I knew that if Uwa lost another challenge, it was going to be either him or Jeannie. And then as the episode went on, he just, continually made more and more mistakes it it became clear that it was his time to go yeah and and, <laughs> and I, I i i feel like a lot of people online love chantelle i'm a big chantelle fan um and watching her play him 
the entire episode, but even if you want to go back to the end of the last episode where she basically guilt tripped him, um, you know, out of out of that advantage, and then he's trying to go off on her this time, and she's like, "Oh no, no, no!" Like she flips it on him. I think that she's doing really good for herself. I just feel like she could potentially upset the wrong people, aka a jury. Um, and but that's you know that's down the line. What what I'm more focused on with this JD situation is I feel like this is going to be the next Jeff Probst is going to make fun of you for the next 20 years type moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because they purposely put that confessional at the beginning of the episode where it's, you know, fool me once, fool me twice. And, you know, for it to, for his storyline to end up being fooled twice, I I don't know. I feel like they were they were definitely trying to say, "Hey, look, isn't this funny? Don't you guys yeah. want to see this clip every reunion for the next ten to twenty years? Because we're gonna do it no matter what." Um, and JD seems like a big enough fan that he, he probably would take it on the nose. I hope so, because um, I didn't think that he was a um, you know a trash player. The way, yeah. however he was describing it, and then his confessionals, um, he didn't want to be looked at as like a moron. Um, and I don't think he is. I just think that he made this blunder based off you know this relationship that he has with Shan. Uh, so, do you think that this this blunder is going to be what JD is known for in the Survivor community for the rest of time, or do you think it's going to be earlier things? I feel like in terms of just JD as a player, this is going to be like his, his monumental move. This is what they're going to remember him for, if anything. I mean, I feel like in the grand scheme of things, it's never going to overshadow Eric giving away immunity. That's what everyone's yeah. comparing it to right now. It's never going to overshadow that. Jeff is always going to talk about that more, I feel like. But in terms of JD himself, yeah, whenever someone mentions JD, that's what they're going to bring up. And that's just, it's just the tragedy of how it goes. You know, another fan just ruining their opportunity to, be one of the greats. Yeah, and, and and you know his exit confessional was was very um, civil. You know he makes the comment about his hair at the end of it, uh, and I'm interested to see, you know, if they even bring. Oh yeah, if they do a reunion, uh, if they bring it up much during it, or if they just kind of let it go and focus on other things that he did during the the show, which is, you know basically the advantages that he found. Yeah. Um, so if we flip it on the other side uh, with Jeannie, do you, how did you feel about her basically not giving up and just saying, Oh, I'm not going to work with the, uh, I'm, I'm at the bottom. So, you know, screw you guys. Do you think that's a smart thing? Cause this is not the first time we've seen it happen <laughs> ever. And every time people do it, it's like, how do they think this is the, yeah. the right way to go about things? And, you know, she doesn't go home, so I guess it worked to some degree. But how? what do you think about that as far as uh, a strategy that, that people have in the game or not a strategy? Well, I feel like when she acted that way, I don't really think that was for strategy. I mean, I feel like after, you know, obviously when after you're blindsided, you're upset. I think she was just acting like in the moment. And I'm sure by the next day, you know, as like Ricard said, when Nathan came over and they're all having so much fun, you know, I think she got over it by then. So I think it was just that night. But in terms of strategy, I mean, if I were to do that, that's something I would not do. I would not like alienate myself because I was on the wrong side of the boat. But um, I feel like 
that didn't really help her anyways, but it didn't exactly like cost her as well. So I think it, it all worked out. Okay. Um, and then with Shan, do you think that we're getting too much Shan right now for it to be, um, or people might suffer through Shan fatigue or even worse, we're getting too much Shan right now, which makes it seem like, oh, she's not going to win because we're getting so much of her pre-marriage. Or do you just, I'm like, I keep saying, I'm not a person that tries to read the edit or whatever, but it's kind of hard not to when she is very clearly being shown to us weekly. Um, do you think that we're getting the right amount of, uh, of her or, or, or do you think it's setting up for her to eventually, uh, you know, be the vote out right before the merge or merge boot or something like that? Well, I think we're not getting too much of Shan, but I think everything we're getting from Shan is that she's doing everything right thus far. So I think people are sticking it down and saying, oh, she's the obvious winner. I feel like they're building her up to be a very big contender in the post-merge. I don't see her going next. I think it's going to be Jeannie if they go back to tribal again. <laughs> But I think uh, it have to be yeah. right. Like yeah. it has to be. It has so, to be Jeannie if they go back. Um, not that I want Jeannie gone or anything. It's no. just it has to be her next. Um, so moving on to uh, what's going on on every uh, on the other side of the island. Let's say Deshaun uh, decides that he wants to play ball with Sydney, right? Yeah. And what happens from there? Uh, well, pretty much uh, Deshaun catches wind of Erica's idea to try to blindside Sydney, And so he basically says, let's just throw the challenge to get rid of Erica so that I can keep my girl Sydney safe and we'll have the majority, which I think was a horrible idea anyways, but we'll get into that. Oh, no. Yeah. I, so I'm, you know, much like, uh, you know, it was stated in the episode, I am not a big fan of throwing anything, you know, coming from a kind of athletic background. Um, I'm not into losing on purpose, but I also understand that it is a sometimes solid strategy to do in the game of Survivor. And it seems like pretty much everyone was on board, or at least a majority of them were on board for this challenge. And then King Nasir shows up and saves the the day. (laughs) And once again, you know, we we don't always get a lot of Nasir, but they put they always make sure to put some type of focus on Nasir in every episode when they're dealing with yeah. that tribe. Um, which leads me to believe that Nasir is also going to be a bigger character as the season progresses. And I keep flip-flopping on if I'm a Nasir fan or not. Uh, this week I definitely was just because I'm a Deshaun fan. And when I found out I was trying to throw the, the challenge, I'm like, all right, well, I'm done with you for the week. I'm on Team Nasir now. And um so do you, what is your opinion on throwing challenges? Do you think there's more benefit to it? Uh, and how do you, because they portrayed it in a, a lot different way this episode than they've portrayed people throwing challenges in the past. Yeah. So how did you feel about how the, uh, how they were trying to uh, throw the challenge in this episode compared to the past? And how do you feel about throwing challenges since in general? Well, I feel like in general, it always just depends on the situation. You know, oftentimes in like a caramel situation, when Brandon's pouring out the beans and rice, I, I understand at that point where you have to involuntarily give up immunity. But I feel like in general, it's always a bad idea because you're just delaying. You're just not delaying. Um, like just, I don't know how to say it. Like you're just speeding up the process of elimination. Like why not 
win this one. And then if you lose the next one, then you can get rid of Erica. There's no point of speeding it up and getting rid of her now, because then what if you lose the next one? Then you're kind of like, well, there's our free token. Now we're, now we're screwed. So I feel like in this, in this particular instance, it was portrayed more as like a, a better strategic decision, like a, I guess like a mastermind Deshaun moment, as opposed to like a dumb idea that as we're watching at home, we're like, no, don't do that. I feel like this was something that a lot of fans could like get behind. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't one of them, but <laughs> I, I understood his rationale. I yeah. did, uh, even though, you know, that was a, Sydney's a weird, weird hill to die on from where I'm sitting. Uh, like, oh, I need to tell Sydney this or else like Erica's going to take full control. It's like, all right, Deshaun, I don't, I don't know what you're playing at, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so we get to the third part of the challenge with the ring toss. I think that's the third part yeah. uh, is the ring toss. And Deshaun's doing a great job at blowing this challenge. And then once again, Nasir just comes to save the day. And at that point in the challenge, do you think that it's, you know, do you think that JD could potentially still pull it out? Or are you like, at this point, Nasir's got this, JD's probably going home. Well, at that point, I thought JD was going to close it out. I mean, I knew Nasir was an animal, but I didn't know if he was that strong. But um, I thought I thought someone would try to take over from him eventually. I thought Deshaun was going to try to step in. But like, no, it's okay. I got this. I got this. But then they just let him kind of go in. And that's when Nasir just got in his flow. And it was... It was unstoppable from that point. So. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens next for that tribe? Do, do you think that, you know, do they say, okay, well, we couldn't blow it this time. Maybe that's a sign that we should probably just keep going. Or do you think that they they will try to do this again later on? And do you think it would be smart for them to try to lose again, even though like it might not have been obvious out there to everyone else? People aren't dumb that are out there and they could probably figure out if all of a sudden we're starting to like really slack in challenges that there's something might be up. Do you feel that they will try it again? Or do you think they'll just kind of let it ride now? Well, I feel like between this episode and next episode, I'm sure tribe dynamics are also going to change a lot. It's going to play into it. And I'm sure at least someone's probably going to catch wind of what was going on. You know, obviously not in a year, but I feel like, I feel like Deshaun's the type of person to run his mouth and you know, let it slip that like, Oh, like he might tell, someone else i don't know but i think they're not going to try to throw it again and if if they do and they're successful who knows maybe deshaun will be the next victim but i don't think they do it i based off of this episode like cool he can go but like i I, and i mentioned this a couple times uh in the past over the past few weeks i am a big i am a deshaun guy um but it was just kind of unfortunate to see things go the way that they did this episode um and Kind of to uh, bring things, you know, full circle during, not even full circle, we're kind of going backwards. Um, The reward challenge. Oh, yeah. First of all, it was nice to have a reward challenge back. Yes. Uh, I'm not not a big reward challenge person, but it was nice to have that back for at least one week. Uh, It can go away again now. Um, What did you think about it? What do you think? Of, what do you think about not having reward challenge, or at least them showing reward challenges now? And what did you think of the whole ending segment of that? Well, I mean, reward challenges in general, I feel like they're like a staple of the show. I feel like you can't just take that away forever. And even in a season where Jeff is so, you know, 
all in with the whole, this is the hardest season yet. You know, we're giving them nothing. I feel like a reward challenge, maybe every other episode, but just something very meager, like the fish that was perfect. That was a perfect reward because in the long run, is the fish really going to help the tribe? No, but it's, it, it gives them hope, you know? So I feel like that's something good to have. The end segment with Heather, um, yeah, I was, I was not a fan of that. I really, okay. did, not, I really did not like that. Why did you not like that? Well, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like the cast was really hypocritical. You know, like when JD's messing up in the challenges, everyone's like, no, JD, no, no NBA style, no style ones. You suck. You like, you messing up for us. And then when Heather is like, can't even get past the first part, everyone's like, it's okay. It's okay. You did your best. And it's just like, it felt do you think of, she's, because she's an older lady has anything to do with it or? I think that has absolutely everything to do with it. But, so I didn't hate the segment. Once again, I feel like it was the show trying to recapture moments that have happened in the past. Just say, hey, you remember when this happened? It's kind of similar back in like season 34 or whatever. We did it again. We did it again. Now let's and let's get those tears rolling for the people at home. But people at home are I feel like they're they're um aware of what the show is trying to do. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people probably sat at home saying, okay, like you, just like, uh, okay, uh, the, we get it. Like, she failed, and, you know, it's a, a big moment for her. And this is not me underselling her continuing to try, because that is, that is awesome that she did. It's just, <laughs> I felt like they were trying to pander once Absolutely. again. yeah. Uh, which there's inherently nothing wrong with. It's just that they've. I feel like they're they're trying too hard in certain situations. Yeah. Um, if this is going to be a new era of Survivor, by all means, do a new era of Survivor. But that just, that means stop trying to call back to things things that have happened in the past. And I know you're a Ghost Island person, so I don't know how you feel about them continuing to call back to things in the past. But if they continue to do it, it's like okay, you guys want us to you know hop on board this new era. Stop bringing up things that have happened in the past. The past is the past. I was so scared that because he kept saying, "Oh yeah, we're gonna have somebody back uh, at camp that like, I no was and like blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Oh, I thought it's gonna be Adam Klein." Because uh, and I'm like, "Oh, they're gonna bring some." And I like I like Adam Klein, but for the record, um, I thought they were gonna get back and it's gonna be an old survivor player there and it's gonna be like, oh really? We're like we're honestly gonna do this after you keep telling us this is new, this is new, yeah. this is new. Don't bring back an old survivor for you know a challenge. Um bring him back for another season. Uh, I'm I'm still cool with waiting for another all-star season for another three to four seasons, but um I was so scared they would come back from commercial and I and because they didn't go straight to their tribe first after commercial, I thought they're just gonna they're gonna build it up. It's gonna, just, yeah. it's gonna be and then they just cut to it and it's just Nathan in a tree. It's like, I, thought, all right, I thought it was Nasir at first. I was like, wait, is that <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's just Nathan in a tree. I'm like, okay, is he gonna come down? And they're like, no, this isn't the only person. It's like, oh god. Yeah. Um, but I I did enjoy that it was just some local named yeah. Nathan who, you know. Climbs trees weird. Um, and I'm hoping that as the season progresses, and I know I say, I've said this pretty much every week, I'm hoping that they, you know, try to separate themselves from the first 40 seasons. Not all the yeah. way. That's never going to happen all the way like that. But 
Um, you know, to a point where only because they've been telling us this, like yeah. they, they, they want us to do this. So like do it. Um, we didn't have any, the, the, the storylines weren't built around advantages for the most part, this episode, like you said at the beginning, yeah. thank the Lord, because I almost went on like a longer tirade than I did last week. Um, <laughs> And I'm hoping that that could potentially continue, but I have a feeling that this episode is yeah, just going to yeah. be advantage. Yeah, yeah, it's just going to be a, even more advantages. Yeah. Um, so I guess as we wrap things up, first of all, who is your winner pick? My honest winner pick as of right now, honestly, I have to go with Deshaun as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm leaning Deshaun or Nasir starting like this episode really was just like wow like Nasir like I keep saying he he's not shown a lot but there's always something there's always something that with Nasir yeah um and so I would say Deshaun or Nasir uh, for right now uh, for all we know it could be Tiffany and we're all just you know <laughs> dumb. um. <laughs> But overall, I'm still enjoying it. Uh, I'm I'm excited for the episode, even though I'm not watching the episodes live because of practice. Whenever I like avoiding spoilers on Twitter is very hard. Yeah, avoiding uh, spoilers on Instagram is even harder. And then Facebook, my God, like people are just immediately sharing memes, and I'm just like, I don't know what this means, but I need to get past it. And uh, so I'm hoping that as our season slowly hopefully slowly starts to wrap up uh it'll coincide with when the merge happens and i can dedicate my time to just watching uh the show and 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 figuring out what happens from there but ryan thank you so much for coming on to the show any final thoughts on the season where you think it's going to go uh any players in particular or well, I think they're doing a really good job at building up a lot of the big contenders that we're going to be seeing. You know, like in the first two episodes, it was all Evie, and now we haven't seen much of Evie, so I'm pretty sure people are wondering, oh, what's happening with her? Or, you know, they're building up Shan, you know, they're building up Deshaun, you know, they're building up all these people that I think it's going to be, it's going to make for a really interesting post-merge. And as long as it isn't too overridden by advantages, I think it's going to be really enjoyable to watch. I agree. I agree. I think that if they just kind of, let the advantages just go. Like everyone does not need an advantage at the, at the merge. Yeah. And based off the preview, it looks like, uh, God, please, please, please <laughs> no more. I can't deal with it. Um, but we're going to wrap things up there. Ryan, thanks again for coming on. Uh, we will be back next week and uh, hopefully I won't be uh, angry. Hopefully it'll be another good episode and uh, we'll have Ryan back later on in the season post merge. Uh, and hopefully both of our winner picks our current winner picks. Cause mine was Abraham um, are still, are still here. And uh, yeah, until then we will see y'all uh, on the other side.